0: All right, Mr. Jeff, what are we exploring today with Mr. Doug Resler? Yeah,
1: so we're really happy that Doug can join us here because we just got some new data from Yardi Systems and a company that's part of their family called Rent Cafe. They examine uh, trends in terms of building numbers, you know, what kind of buildings are being built, where are they being built, for what price, and all these trends over the last decade or so. It's been really fun to follow month over month i've been getting these reports from them and yeah as we come to the end of a decade which is something that uh we haven't really talked about much and I'm i really been thinking we're coming to the end of a decade it's so nuts. to see the full slate of the 2010s and the trends um in residential and commercial buildings has been really exciting so you alluded to it before the break we're kind of talking about how high-rise apartments are now a little bit more prevalent than mid and low rises so we wanted to see What kind of impact is that having on cities? Why are high-rises booming right now? And what does that mean for people and businesses around these kind of apartment buildings? So uh,
0: we're going to bring Doug
1: on to answer.
0: All right. Mr. (laughs) Doug Resler, Manager of Business Intelligence at Yardi Systems, how are you doing today?
2: Good. Thanks for having me, folks.
0: Absolutely. Pleasure getting to chat today. So if you had to sum it up or give your hot take... What do you think is the number one contributing factor to this rise of high-rises?
2: Well, I think the number one is obviously population and employment growth, uh, followed by affordability. And so you look at the population or the demographic of renters, you look at job proximity, uh, you look at how much do I spend for housing versus how much do I spend for transportation, uh, and what is my lifestyle. So I think that, you know, it's a complicated issue. Obviously, because you're looking at zoning, Uh, you know, you could, if you wanted to put up a a high-rise in Manhattan, it would be a lot different than the one you did in Omaha, Nebraska, Mm -hmm, for example. So, one of the things that you're looking at is availability of land, density, zoning, uh, construction costs, things like that, um, to be able to get there. Now, one of the things that we are seeing is trends in terms of walkability, in terms and that doesn't nec- just necessarily mean urban core. Uh, it uh, could be walkability in terms of I want to have infrastructure of like grocery stores, I want to have retail, mixed use, things like that, readily available uh, in terms of my general area within a three mile radii or things like that. So we are seeing a proclivity towards that.
1: Yeah. Um, are these numbers being skewed by places like a New York where there are? you know, tons of high rises or is this seriously a trend that is kind of permeating the whole country, whether it is Omaha or New York or LA?
2: You do see trends. I mean, it's probably much more prevalent in the Northeast okay, uh, where land is, you know, so uh, much more, um, you know, unavailable. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you have West Coast, but the the West Coast or the Southwest, things like that, people are also very conscious of urban sprawl. And so those things are starting to take hold. So what you see is that people want to, A, build up as opposed to build out. Because when you build out, uh, you know, do the jobs follow the housing? Probably not. So if I'm working, you know, downtown in L.A., uh, I don't want to necessarily be living in Riverside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that one of the things that you look for is how not to increase the urban sprawl and at the same time be able to satisfy uh, the affordability issue of housing uh, for those that rent or buy. And then
0: what about the professionals that are actually designing these and getting them up? Are they happy with this trend? Is this something that uh, architects and uh, you know, c- construction management um, companies are looking forward to you know chomping at basically or i
2: I guess i would depend it would depend the time when you ask them because uh it may not be happy but you know building higher as opposed to building midsize or garden style uh, types of apartments uh take a little bit longer they take a little bit longer in terms of getting the paperwork through uh you know being able to contract find the right type of construction development people that type of thing so uh, they take a little bit longer in terms of zoning, uh, dotting all the T's and C's. Uh, in terms of your contact, there's an awful lot of uh, nimbyism, not in my backyard, uh, that can be, has to be broached in terms of if you're going to put up uh, in Buckhead a large high-rise type of uh, uh, building. You have to be conscious of the fact of the local community, uh, what's built there now, what uh, the local population perceives. Ah, uh, because people just don't want necessarily huge high rises coming in, uh, if it's a you know a garden style or a very sedate type of community.
1: Yeah, are these high rises? I mean, I think when people think of a high rise, they typically think of a luxury building. Is that the case? And then I guess on top of that, would that in any way make it? any more susceptible to an economic downturn where vacancies would increase because it is more expensive or because of that uh, surrounding area where they are walkable, they do have restaurants, retail, grocery around them? Does that sort of make it safer because people will always want to live closer to those kind of amenities?
2: Uh, we have, uh, at Yarn and Matrix, uh, we have a, a context, what we call a context rating system that the rent cafe folks. Uh, sort two and things like that. And what it does is it classifies uh, property and classifies the location where the property's at. A's are better, B's, C's, that type of thing. Right. And what we and what we have found is to your first comment about are they more luxury? No, not necessarily. Hmm. Uh, we have B's uh, that are high rise, just like A's are high rise. So it isn't a proclivity towards luxury. Now, what you may see in a high rise is you may see a more luxurious type of unit configuration, say like a penthouse or things like that. You may see them scattered. But some of the developers, too, also have the consideration to be able to get funding uh, that they had to put in a certain amount of units. Uh, I'm not saying all of them do this, but I'm saying, you know, to get the funding and things like that, well, I'm going to put in so many affordable units uh, in my, you know, building to be able to assure myself of a certain funding rate and things like that.
0: All right, we've been chatting with Doug Reszler, Manager of Business Intelligence at Yardi Systems. Doug, thank you for your time this morning. We'll chat again
2: soon. Thank you.